And we are back on the KYMM Morning Show. Sitting in with us right now is uh, Rice County Attorney John Fossum. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you for coming in. We finally have a, usually make your way down with a cup of coffee and, and walking down the street. Hey, you didn't freeze this morning. That's right. I didn't, didn't even need an overcoat today. So ah, it's just perfect. Seems like spring, summer. One of those two is is pretty close to being here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's talk about some of the things that have gone on in the past month. You've had a couple of um, interesting cases. I want to start off by talking about uh, there was a um, person named Paul Seaman that had been accused and now convicted of uh, more crimes than we could probably even count. I don't know if there's records for such things, who holds the record, but... Like 29 convictions, is that correct? We had 29 convictions in the in the most recent uh, part of the case. He was actually charged uh, eight years ago before I got elected with uh, 36 counts in this case. And, and they had, uh, he and his attorneys had requested that two of the counts be split off, saying these are different date, this is a different course of events, and so it should be tried separately. And then there was another count that they wanted tried separately. And we agreed to that rather than, than litigate those questions that there was a, a basis to do that. So we tried um, the first two counts and then uh, another count, um, and that all took a couple of years in... in <coughs> In part because there were uh, there were appeals and there was also uh, issues where uh, uh, Mr. Siemens' initial public defender got appointed to the bench, got a judgeship, and uh, they so we had a delay. Well, another lawyer got accustomed to the case, built up the case. Then we had the first trial with two counts. Then we had another trial with another count. Uh, in the meantime, there was another case that you you recall where Mr. Seaman. Uh, ha- was having someone graze cattle on his land, and when the guy didn't pay, he he rounded up the cattle, took them to the butcher shop, and sold them. And for that, uh, he was convicted of of cattle rustling. So, coming into this case, he's been convicted of four felonies already, uh, and we had twenty nine uh, counts that were uh, that the court entered conviction on uh, a couple of weeks ago. And this case is now calendared for sentencing next week. Uh, we both parties submitted uh, sentencing memos yesterday, and the court will review it and make its determination on Wednesday the 18th. So we'll have a, an idea of what it is. We, of course, are recommending prison at this point that uh, Mr. Seaman has shown that he's he's been a, a danger to society, that he was uh, committing all these crimes. And the, the overarching complaint is called racketeering. Uh, where he was running a basically a criminal business, and the criminal business included taking uh, the windshields off of cars, taking uh, buying wrecked cars, taking good VIN numbers off those wrecked cars, and putting them on stolen cars, and then reselling the stolen cars as if they were uh, the cars that had been wrecked, so they had good title. Wow! So it was a it was a pretty sophisticated scheme. Uh, not the kind of thing we see that often in Rice County, not the kind of thing that we see that often in state court. Uh, but Mr. Seaman, all in all, was convicted of you know, having over $200,000 worth of stolen property. Wow. 
Man, that's uh, that's a lot of charges. And you mentioned a sophisticated operation. There are not too many. I, I don't think we've ever talked about a racketeering charge here in Rice County, but that is uh, quite the criminal enterprise. Yeah, it, it really was. And, and uh, it was um, blown apart in part because there were there were people who were working for him who were willing to uh, come forward and provide information and give us the information that, that we needed to, to prosecute these cases. The sentent, uh, sentencing is coming up next week. What are the guidelines for this? What do you think you'll get? Well, and that's where racketeering is a uh, what is called under the guidelines an unranked offense, which means the court gets to decide where it belongs. And so we've made an argument for... Uh, 14 years. And so we're hoping the court will go to 14 years. Because it's unranked, the court has discretion. And so it's possible the court could go a little bit higher. Uh, It's possible the court could go go lower than that. And so unlike the normal offense where we have a nice clean box where we know what the court can do, the court knows what it can do and what the court should do, it's hard to predict for sure. But I think we're, you know, Somewhere in that uh, 10 to 14-year range is what we'll be looking for and what we're asking the, the judge to order. Let's move on to another case that has uh, made headlines uh, just last week. And that was, um, boy, just a, a shocking crime. And that is the uh, stabbing and beating that went on at uh, St. Wolf College last week. Uh, can you tell us, I know that's an ongoing case, but uh, what can you tell us about that? Well, I'll tell you what basically is in the complaint, that the, uh, there was a, a young man there, and there was a young woman who was, uh, they had had a relationship and uh, broke up, and she had asked the court to, uh, the college to issue a no-contact order, so he wasn't supposed to ha- be having contact with her. Uh, she was over at a party with some mutual friends, and he wanted to go to the party, and uh, his friend said, you can't because she's here, and he um, came over, and he brought a hammer and a knife and, and uh, came into the, to the room and, and um, uh, started uh, attacking her, and three other people uh, took him off. And so, uh, I mean, the good news about it is no one was seriously injured. Um, but, you know, I think there's a, there's a lot of questions to be, to be answered in that. I mean, this is a, this is a serious offense. We charged him with a, I I charged him with attempted murder, uh, for showing the intent to, to come over. And, and, um, obviously there's a lot going on with this case. And, uh, you know, I think I, I have to, you know, to perform my function, I need to stay within what's in the in the complaint and not talk publicly mm-hmm. about anything beyond what is in the complaint. And so, I think it's a a, a serious situation. Uh, we got some some young people who are uh, really just finishing up their first or second years of college, and uh, we'll be moving forward with the case and and working with working with them and talking to them and. Um, you know, just seeing what we can do. But, uh, you know, attempted murder has, uh, under the guidelines, has a guideline sentence of, of 15 years in prison. So it's a very serious case. It's a very uh, significant crime for uh, somebody's uh, first contact with the criminal justice mm-hmm. system. 
The, uh, do you know the extent of uh, the victim's injuries, and is she, uh, is she better now? Is she- well, she, she was out of the hospital relatively quickly, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think we're still waiting to, to know that we know the full extent of her injuries. And um, that would, uh, at this point, it wouldn't change the severity of, of the top charge. It, it, um, so we'll have to talk. We'll be talking with her and our victim services people will be working with her to make sure that she's getting any follow-up care that she needs that um, if she was hit and hit hit in the head um, we want to make sure there's no uh, brain injury no indication mm-hmm. that she's got a concussion or anything else uh, on top of the, the 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 cuts that she received rice county attorney john fossum is with us let's uh, move on uh it's coming up on prom weekend we're heading in the last few weeks of the uh of the school year a fun time for the uh, seniors and the, the juniors and seniors will be assembling t- at the uh, the high school for the uh, the prom th- this coming Saturday. So, any words of advice to the young people? You know, uh, before the pandemic, Northfield High School, Faribault High School would have the, their uh, mock crash events uh, that were well attended to give p- kids a visualization of what happens, and and we would talk about what would happen to someone who who causes a crash after drinking and driving and we we weren't able to do that this year we haven't been able to use, do it for a couple of years now um but there is uh, an opportunity for the kids who are going to prom to go to the after prom party uh this year it's at the Dundas Dome it's going to be $5 to get in uh the doors open at midnight once you once you come in i think you you're you're not allowed out but there's going to be a lot of fun things to do they'll have these uh hamster balls for kids to roll around in. They'll have uh, obstacle courses and trivia games and uh, drawings for prizes. So it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. And we'd certainly encourage any of the any of the prom attendees, uh, including my own daughter, to to get out there and 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 go to the after prom party. Yeah, and uh, be sure to, to uh, you know to check yourself into that uh, hamster ball. That's right. <laughs> I'll throw in the five bucks if she wants to go. <laughs> All right, uh, John. Anything else going on in your uh, your office that you'd like to mention while we have you on the air? You know, we're still uh, we're still digging out from uh, from the pandemic. We're still mm-hmm. working through some stuff and and having. Uh, Two of my lawyers tied up in trial for five weeks has has created our own sort of internal backlog of of things that we need to catch up on, but we're working on it, and and, uh, my staff's doing a good job of of catching up and and digging out after all of that. What is the uh, backlog now? Uh, You know, we are down below 170 cases, which is... uh, I think the the court had set a goal for us of 197 by the 1st of June. So mm-hmm. we we are down below uh 170. So we are making progress on on what the court considers to be our our backlog and um you know as I've told you before we haven't done a whole lot to try and deal with the backlog. We've been just trying to process the cases and the best the best way to process the cases has been for us to be able to calendar trials again Mm -hmm. uh and that is the the best way for us to be able to resolve cases and and now that we've we've been calendaring trials we've been setting things moving forward uh a lot of things are are clearing up we had uh settlement conferences again uh yesterday and uh so that should clear up a number of cases we got uh 
trials calendared for for Monday, and I'm not sure where where we are on those at this point. But uh, I think most of them looked like they were going to resolve yesterday. So I think we are making progress. All right. John, thank you so much for coming in. Much appreciated. We'll talk to you again uh, next month. Great. Thank you, Jeff. Rice County Attorney John Fossum. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.